Welcome to Where Faith and Feelings Meet with Pastor Charity. I am so excited that you're joining us today for our first ever interview. Woohoo! I'm so excited to introduce to you all Brittany Rafford, who um, you'll get to learn a little bit more about here in just a moment. Um, but it is appropriate uh, for her to be our first interview. I'm so excited about it. Uh, I would say, in my estimation, Brittany is the number one Get Up fan. And for that, I'm grateful. <laughs> And um, she also happens to be my men mentee, which is the word she likes to use. I don't really like going by these titles, but I, I do count it a privilege to be her mentor. Um, and so Brittany's gonna chat with us today about her experience with the book and um, our experience together um, as we journey together in this sort of, um, she likes to call it a Ruth and Naomi relationship. Um, and I, that, that works. Um, I just see us kind of doing life together um, and in many ways learning from each other. Um, I think it's really important as people of faith, especially when you've been doing this for a while, uh, to be in community and, and um, in life with other folks because they see things differently. And so I continue to learn as, um, as well as be able to offer some wisdom at times as well. So Brittany. <laughs> Hello, friends. I am extremely excited to just be here as I get to look at Charity's beautiful face. I'm just thankful for the privilege to be able to create and reimagine what life and ministry can look like in a way that is meaningful and exciting. A lot of times I've thought about church as like this tight, stuffy place, but I think being able to see it as a place that can be fun. Um, engaging and even being able to think analytically through what I believe and what I've been told has been a sense of freedom for me in this process. So I'm just thankful to share and be in conversation. Awesome. I love it. I'm glad you're here and you have so much to offer um, people that you're in relationship with uh, as well as the church. And so thank you for your presence. So Britt, maybe we just start off with, let's tell, you tell the story. I'll fill in the blanks uh, about, okay. <laughs> i fill in some well, of the gaps. Yes, okay. <laughs> Meet me in the gaps. Meet me in the gaps. Listen, right, stand in the gap. <laughs> um, about how we met and how that even came to be before we even jump in to get up, so. Okay. Um. So honestly, I moved to St. Louis in January of 2020 um, before the infamous COVID situation occurred. And in that process, I had moved, gone, I was divorced, uh, left my doctoral program, and really was just trying to figure out what God was calling me to. And prior to that, I was a director of a youth ministry. And in that time, I was always praying like, Lord, just send me a black woman to understand me, please. And it never happened. And so I stayed, I stayed true to the game and was faithful. Um, I had a lot of mentors who cared deeply about me, but I wasn't able to see myself within them, which was a struggle. And so um, I was, I attended the gathering when I first moved to St. Louis and I just watched online cause there weren't a strong population of people of color. And so I was like, I'm not about to do another white church. And so one day I just was checking my email and I saw this black woman pop up on the screen. I was like, oh snaps. And then I started reading the details. I was like, <laughs> Charity Goodwin, <laughs> okay. So I thought about it, prayed about it. I was like, you know, what? I'm gonna send her an email. What's the worst she can say? And so in that <laughs> process, I thought like, if I just get close enough, she'll see my greatness and want to work with me. And so we had a Zoom call and we had all of these conversations and I was like, okay, I can relate to her. She's dope. 
And so in that process, she had her own business. And I was like, okay, I want to have my own business one day. And she just had this like charisma about herself that was calm, patient, very feelings oriented, the opposite of what I would say, because I'm a eight on the Enneagram and I lead with my head. And so um, I signed up to be her intern for her business. <laughs> I remember that. It's just a free service that will get you into the door. <laughs> right. <And> so, <laughs> I got in the door and was sending emails. Um, and I just feel like our relationship began to foster. And then we finally met in person mm-hmm. during the summer. And I was like, oh, we look different than we did on Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> That's and so I, funny. I'm just remembering that, that, that first meeting at Panera. Yes. That was the first time we had met in person. Wow. Wow. And it was, it was hot, very hot. Um, (laughs) But through that, um, I just think that in that I was expressing like a deep need to figure out where God was calling me to. And we would have like sock conversations and I feel like our relationship evolved um, to the degree that I got more active in the church, even to the degree that she uh, baptized me again, which was like prolific. Mm. Right. Grown woman tears. Um, and then it was, I guess we begin to segue into like this mentor relationship more so with my prompting of like, Hey, you going to something? I will gladly come. Mm-hmm. You need me to drive you somewhere? I will gladly do it. <laughs> and so, um, I feel like we have a different relationship than traditionally all of my other mentors. Cause it was kind of this thing, like a hierarchy system. Whereas I feel like with charity, it's been this thing of like being able to create space to help me like professionally, spiritually, personally, and even trying to figure out like my long-term goals of being someone that seeks to be a pastor. And so it's been a life-changing experience, but also I think transformative because it changed the game of how I saw mentorship um, looking like in the lives of the people that I'm in relationship with. Friends, when Brittany uh, invited me to be her mentor, I remember her wanting to very uh, intentionally structure our sessions. <laughs> um, she was like, well, are we going to go through a book? And I was like, uh, <laughs> okay, sure. Um, and so I recommended a book um, that had to do with like discipleship coaching, which is something I was interested in. And so I was like, well, maybe we could try this, you know? Um, but it was just so funny. Um, yeah, I think we began to kind of see like, I'm not like a let's go through a book kind of person, nah. but you know, hands on, like, you know, yeah, let's roll down this highway. You can kind of see what I'm about to do, or you see how I'm preparing, we could talk about it. Um, and so those are the, and I mean, it's, it's a really, for both ways are important. Right. And, uh, it is important. I think, you know, for people to be in the, in the world, in the life of the person that they're are, are mentoring. So. Uh, yeah, I'm grateful that we could we could expand, right? We could broaden what mentorship looks like, right? Because even the ways that you've experienced it is important, and it had and there's a place for that, right? You were in academia, and like how some of those uh, relationships look makes sense. So, no um no harm no foul in that respect. Yeah. Well, uh, and I would also like to just say that Brittany has been very clear that uh, mentorship is till death do us part. So she's. Yes. Still- when <laughs> you fall in love, yes, right. I'm gonna be at the funeral, preaching part of it. <laughs> she didn't kill me off, y'all. Listen. <laughs> so I am grateful, and you know, it's interesting that you say that because you know the person who um, who supported me when I first accepted my call into ministry, who let me be up under her wing. Um, you know, she talks about me preaching at her funeral. So uh, she's in, she's 70, I think now. So. It's a blessing uh, 
to have those folks in our lives for forever, right? And the imprint that people can leave on our lives, um, even in a small season, if you will, can be um, eternal. So, ooh, come on, preach. Well, all right. Well, Britt, you have had this experience um, with the Get Up book. Um, I would just love to know, like, tell us a little bit, tell the folks a little bit about like when you found the Get Up book, what was your life like? What were you going through? Um, <laughs> what was the, what, not even going through, what was your, what was your world like? And, and how did this kind of get, get to be in your hands? And then of course the subsequent things that you did with it um, of your own accord with your group and everything. Um, so that is an interesting question. I can't remember the specific date because I have bad memory, but I do know that it was like around March um, and I had COVID. And so I was like, you know what? I'm sh- I'm stuck in <laughs> isolated in this house. I might as well do something productive with my mm-hmm. time since I don't watch TV. And so I started to get up book and I was like, ooh, this is making me do this. some hard, some hard work. I'm going to close this book. <laughs> 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 so I closed it and put it up on the shelf. And then I came back to it because I had wanted to have community with other black women. And at the gathering, that wasn't an opportunity at the time. And so I was like, I'm a strong believer. If you don't see it, you create it. And so I was like, you know what? What would it look like if I create a Bible study on Zoom? And so I sent out a request on Facebook and was like, hey, if you're ready to grow with other people and it's an open space, no judgment, you can have any like denominational background. You cannot have any faith background. The main thing is we want to create authentic community where you can be yourself and be able to figure out what does Jesus look like in your life. And so 12 people agreed. Half of them I knew and the other half I didn't. They invited their friends. And we began to do a Bible study. And our first one, we like talked about the body and beauty, which was hard because one, mm-hmm. we never met each other. And mm-hmm. then we're all black women talking about our bodies, which is not normally a common practice. And so I was running the idea about Cherry and I was like, what if we did your book? And then you came and then a black woman who's a whole pastor can have like a conversation with us. And so I sent like a little itinerary and we had like correspondence slots and um, I'm an activity based person because I get bored quickly. And so I was like, let's infuse some fun stuff to do. And so for every uh, session we had, I would make like a creative activity so that we can apply it. And in that process, I was facilitating, but I also had the other participants facilitate because I believe in a, mm. a person-centered approach instead of being like a dictator. Mm. And so it was hard and a challenge for some of them, but once they began to do it, I think it had a transformative experience. And so I think where I was initially was like, I felt lost and I really was disassociated from my feelings and like my heart. And walking through Get Up gave me the space, particularly the good old feelings wheel, um, <laughs> to look and be able to name and identify. And so as a result, I feel like it helps me begin to process this journey of like, who am I? Who is God calling me to be? What is the type of community that I need to be able to show up in a true, authentic way? And it's changed like, I feel like it's forever changed my life. Like a lot of times since I battle with depression and anxiety, um, I naturally want to lay down and sleep, but I'm like, I didn't encounter too much. Like I'm a resilient person. So the time is to get up. Mm. And so Tabitha became my home girl. <laughs> 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 Listen, Tabitha, 
Right. Lord. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like scripture took on a new meaning because we kept reading the same scripture. And at first I was like, this is weird, y'all. Why we got to do this every day? Mm -hmm. But it helped me like as I began to read it every day, I was like, ooh, I didn't notice this person or that person. And so it made like scripture be fun in a way that I can like, I don't know, articulate and feel. And it wasn't like long and drawn out like a textbook in grad school, which I really appreciated, but also struggle with because I like textbooks. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, you're such a scholar. I love it. I can't wait for you. Um, I know you're in the process of, you know, considering seminary and all that good stuff and, and bringing all of this together. I think it's going to be really exciting, right? Bringing together this sort of newfound space around emotions and heart, as well as, you know, the research and like, you know, what makes it really matter and all of that. I, I'm excited for, um, yeah, how that's going to look for you. Me too. Thank you for sharing so much. I want to, I mean, you've talked, before you jumped into a little bit more of the um, pieces around some of the activities and things like that, which I want to definitely circle back around to, you talked about uh, the questions or the reflections being hard. Will you talk a little bit more about what, what so, made it hard? Um, So I like structure mm -hmm. and i think the thing that the biggest thing i have learned from charity is to like let structure go like everything does not have to be rigid and fit in a box and so even in the mere fact of the book like if you have the paper format there's a page and so i was like okay i only have that much to write in so literally i only feel in that much because that's all the paper that i never thought like just get another piece of paper out <laughs> but that's like a reflection of how i saw it in the fact that I didn't feel at a place at that time to fully articulate or even wrestle with not having answers. And so mm -hmm. it's like weird to like look at what I wrote in 2020 mm -hmm. and now it's 2023 and I'm too differently, like I'm living my best life right now. It's like Jesus is just showing up and showing out of my life. <laughs> and so from that, I'm able to see yes, this is. like continuous growth, but mm -hmm. also like a realness of like, trying to figure out what I've been told of what scripture should look like, what faith should look like, and then being able to like articulate it with a sense of feelings behind it, which mm -hmm. has been a journey for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Thanks, Britt. You know, gosh, there's so much I'm, I'm just, you know, re um, resonating with and, and remembering. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh you know this piece around around structure like i want i don't know i don't know the kind of people who would most resonate with get up i feel like it has some structure like there's some things every day you do but i also get the piece of like you know some people uh i remember where i'm trying to remember where i was but someone was just like well like just tell me like what you want me to like facts to do and to take away like i'm like well i would like for you to, pro to think about it to reflect on it and it's like Sometimes, you know, we can get to a, we can get to a point where, where faith for us is, you know, what someone else tells us to believe, like you said, and it's like, this is the answer, therefore go and do this. Um, and yeah, I'm inviting people into an exploration, right? Um, into a journey, um, to see what God will reveal or, and, or what God will remind you of, uh, that has already been spoken in your life. And so, I really appreciate you just naming uh, the beauty of of a both and you know you definitely there is there is need for structure uh, as well as there's need for some openness uh, for the spirit to actually move within said structure um, 
Yeah, you know? heavy on the movement because I think of like I just as you were talking, mm-hmm. um, like right now we're talking about like uh, the Holy Spirit being named to her and saying like Good morning, Holy Spirit. I'm like, hey girl, mm-hmm. um, and that's like bold and powerful mm-hmm. to like literally work at a church. Now I'm like, the Holy Spirit is active. Why are y'all concerned? Jesus rose, Tabitha mm-hmm. rose, and so <laughs> yeah. it just kind of helped. Like if if she was resurrected. Mm-hmm. You recognize she probably didn't get up and be like, oh, let me do this so eloquently. She mm-hmm. got up. She wasn't mm-hmm. like concerned about falling mm-hmm. back down. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of helped me like, I feel like loosen up and be more, be invited to be free and give myself permission that I don't have to fit in other people's boxes because that makes them comfortable. Like I'm going to be my bright, loving, happy-go-lucky self. Yes. And that ain't my problem for you to do it. Like, mm-hmm. You know, one of the things that, you know, you all heard Brittany talk about how she has, um, she read the book in 2020 and she's going back through it now in 2023. I think listening to the podcast primarily and um, and then having the book as well. Uh, but <laughs> one of the things I appreciate when I talk about this sort of mentor-mentee relationship, one of the things I appreciate, uh, I do appreciate it. It's, it's aggravating in the moment. But what I do appreciate about Brittany <laughs> is that when I have a day where I'm like, oh, I'm not sure, or I don't know, I got to figure this thing out, whatever it might be, she'll, she'll, you know, very gently say, you know, uh, well, I was talking to somebody one day and they said A, B, C, D, E, F, G, and it's like a quote directly from Get Up, and I'm like, really? And she was like, Charity, uh, it was you. It was like, you wrote that down in Get Up. I'm like, I said that. <laughs> prolific my friend prolific oh my goodness it's so it's so funny um i even love when you share sometimes on, on ig and it'll be like a quote from the book and I'm, i'll be reading i'm like i wrote that you know um there is something about you know there's something about writing something that it is for you but it's also you know for others and so uh, not i'm i wrote it being on the journey with everyone else right not that i have just arrived and like there's always always room to get up right in varying areas and categories of our life right it's just not uh, a one and done kind of thing um so i love this so Brittany, this is how she explained to me she took she took the get up book and started applying activities to it um with her women of color uh bible study and so when she was telling me all these different things they were doing, I'm like, oh, okay, well, that's interesting. Um, and so we got a chance to talk more about it. And eventually I was like, you know, you keep, you know, you got these cool ideas, these things you've done that seem like they're really effective and helpful for the women. I was like, what if we wrote a facilitator's guide, like co-wrote a facilitator's guide? How was that process for you, Britt? Or, or what's your fine? <laughs> Oh my gosh. I'm like, hey, so let's do this. <laughs> that is you did great. Thank mm-hmm. you. I said that is charity for you, inviting you in, even when it makes you uncomfortable. Mm. Um, for me, honestly, so I first saw I felt honored the fact that she thought I could like contribute. I'm like, I'm I didn't grow up in the church, like I'm figuring all of this out. Um, so I was just thankful for the privilege. But when the process started, it was very difficult, which to go back to that structure is like, before I moved here, I work in academia at Mississippi State University and I was in a doctoral program. Mm -hmm. So when I wrote, it was cited rapper 2020, such and such stated these things. And so right in, and then I would see Charity submit her stuff because we worked through a Google doc. I was like, my stuff is like on another level. It sounds different. And so it's like, what does that healthy medium look like? But also it's not a matter of comparison. So Charity had these coaching sessions with me (laughs) 
where she helped me get up in the process of trying <laughs> to write the book. And I think the like final stroke of it was around like, um, I told Chair, I was like, Chair, I, don't, I think you got the wrong person. <laughs> you need to figure mm-hmm. somebody else. So I was like, I'm good. And Chair is like, no, take some time. Pray about it. Pull out your feelings, Will. What's coming? <laughs> what's coming up for you? And like, I thought I was just gonna say no, and then we'd be done. <laughs> but she had deadlines and execution, and charity is determined, my friends. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, I took her advice, and I stepped back, and I was like, okay, apparently I'm experiencing the sense of fear, and there's mm-hmm. a fear around owning my voice because she's inviting me into something that other people, like going through grad school, is AKA to some degree hazing. Um, and you begin to become petrified mm. of who you are and what you're putting out there. And so I think like she gently challenged me, but then also offered a space of like sitting down and be like, okay, Brittany, what's your vision? And then we talk through it and then we type and then we work on it. And it was like, just get something down on paper. It does not have to be perfect. And so I really feel like that process was like an awakening for me because I didn't necessarily have that same experience in grad school. And so it offered me the ability not to feel judged, but also to feel like amazed because if we're talking about the Holy Spirit and we're creating a tool for people to encounter the Holy Spirit, I need to act like it. And so once she told me that, I started audio messaging and it was like, it was like magic came out. <laughs> and we started to create and now we have this dope facilitator guy. I, I really believe it is mad dope. I'm so excited for other small groups um, and churches to to use it along with the book. Um, you know, that I was trying to remember all of the different pieces, but like there are several sections, components of the guide and um, like get centered. And so there's an activity for get centered. Um, there are activities from, you know, taking a prayerful walk to, you know, how to use your feelings wheel to um, writing a breakup, um, writing a breakup uh, letter with was it fear or grief grief, or with grief grief. and like there's just so many interesting ways that she brought the book to life through the facilitators guide and that uh i really i just really encourage everyone that you know if you have a group of people or just a few friends um some of these activities would be really meaningful and helpful uh to experience alongside the book so um the book or of course you can listen to the podcast and uh hear uh, each day um during this first season um season one so i should also just mention that today as we're doing this this is going to serve as our integration day um day 49 uh, which will be the last uh the last integration nearly the last day of the uh season one and um we'll have one more following this and yeah and then we'll be looking forward to season two and doing some different things so we of course won't be reading every day um but i'm looking forward to hanging out with you all in a different kind of a way as we talk about where faith and feelings meet so um be sure to hang out with us also remember in the show notes you'll be able to see uh, links to the facilitator guide and the book um and all that good stuff well, Bri, as we come to a close, tell us a little bit about how people can find you online. Oh, that's a good question. I'm all over friends, but no, seriously. Um, I My Instagram handle is bradical, B-R-A-D-I-C-O-A-L. Um, I'm trying to breathe life into places that once was dark and hard for me to navigate. Um, as well as on Facebook, my name is Brittany Rafford, and I'm always looking for more friends to build community with love that we'll make sure we put both of those also in the in the show notes so people can follow you and get to learn more about you in this journey that you're on towards seminary eventually uh, serving as a pastor and 
I can't wait to see ordination someday. Just all the things. I'm like so excited for your journey. And um, yeah, that as you've been in, you know, just through Get Up, also serving together at the gathering, really getting more clear about where God is calling you to serve and, and to whom and for whom. And so I'm just really honored uh, to be on this journey with you, friend. Well, friends, we will catch you um, uh, next in the next season. Uh, we're going to take a couple weeks off. And so look for us at the beginning of May with season two. Um, I think we're going to be talking about Mary, Martha and Jesus. Um, and we'll, we'll have a couple of episodes a week. That'll be the plan instead of a daily devotion like we've been doing. So I'll share a lot more about the details on that. Uh, until then, I want to thank Brittany for being my very first guest um, on the Where Faith and Feelings Meet uh, podcast. And uh, here we go.